2: To support the podcast, please like and share with other teachers. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast.
0: And now, here are Laura and Rhonda.
2: to Whole Rain Teaching the Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Laura
1: Forehand. And I'm one of your other hosts, Rhonda Arlt. And once again, we are thrilled to continue our talk with Coach B on Climbing Upward, Self-Care for Teachers of Beloved Rascals. With so much out there on how to help our most beloved rascal, this series really focuses in on helping teachers. We've focused on dark red thoughts, red thoughts, green thoughts, and golden thoughts. And over the last few weeks, we've been focusing on the seven golden keys and have discussed keys A through E in this series. And I think probably two that really stick out are that alpha hot key and that blessing key for me. Today, we are going to discuss key F. Welcome back, coach. So excited to get started on this next key.
0: All right, ladies, I have a big shock for you. The shock would be that we're not going to do key F. We are going to do key F. I've always thought about it as the friend's key, but I've discovered a new key F, and that is, my dear friends, first responders. That is who teachers of beloved rascals are. Just as police and firemen and soldiers often run into trouble, the burning building, difficulty at great personal peril. That's what we're doing, many of us, day after day after day. But the thing is, my dear Laura, Society does not shine a spotlight upon the heroic teachers who give their lives over 30 to 40 years of helping the most troubled kids. It's like, oh, that's just what they do. So we're going to talk a little bit about what it means to be a teacher of beloved rascals and how that makes us a primary first responder. Talk to me, Laura. I, I hope this is opening a little bit of a new life on your experience today. <laughs>
2: yeah. Coach, I'm excited about this. And I'll tell you why I, you know, we hate to bring up the the dreaded COVID word, but I do feel like A lot of teachers were kind of heralded as heroes at the beginning of COVID, kind of like our nurses and our doctors. And then all of a sudden that just kind of shifted. And I I don't think we're really out of that feeling like almost now we're the villain. I'm not trying to throw a pity party or anything like that, but it's just, you know, I, I see that in the medical profession, but I also see that in the teaching profession as well. So I'm really excited to hear about this first responder key F.
0: Well, let's just talk about some data about police officers and firefighters, and this is sad, painful data. Police officers and firefighters are more likely to die by suicide than anything incurred during their line of duty. 85% of first responders have experienced symptoms related to mental health conditions. And depression and PTSD are up to five times more common in first responders. Now we've got to take this information and see what does it have to do with teachers. The building is not physically burning, shots are not firing, we are not struggling with lawbreakers, but this is worthy of consideration. 44% of teachers leave the profession in the first five years. That's a higher burnout rate than police. Rhonda, talk about teaching as a first responder profession, equal in its nobility to nurses, doctors, police officers and firefighters. Talk about it, Rhonda.
1: Well, I'm really glad that you've mentioned this because in my heart of hearts, I feel like we are doing kind of the same thing, just not getting that recognition. You know, and you know me, I put um, 33 years of my life into teaching and I, you know, I loved it. I had a passion for it, but I was about ready to quit until I found Holbring Teaching. I mean, I had gone a lot of years, but I was to that point of quitting. You don't feel respected. You don't feel appreciated. And it really can get you down.
0: It can. Now, Laura, here is a Coach B statistic, and I will stand behind it. Laura, if you want to arm wrestle about (laughs) this, I'll come to your house and arm wrestle you. (laughs) 44% of teachers leave the profession in the first five years. And 100% of teachers think about leaving the profession almost every single day. If you were a teacher of beloved rascals, that grim, difficult thought comes to you. What else can I do? It is so stressful, so difficult, so challenging. And I think that's one of the reasons whole brain teaching is spread around the world. We have beloved rascals at every nook and corner of the globe. Laura, talk about first responding as a teacher.
2: Yeah. And I have had those same thoughts and I echo what Rhonda said. I mean, being in this profession, I was, I haven't been in it 33 years. And since I started later, I probably won't be in it 33 years, but I have been in 17 and I tell you what, there are some days that you're just like, I don't know. You know, we have so many kids that are just the trauma that they're having to deal with. And then they come to school as, as those beloved rascals. And so you do have those thoughts. I think any, any teacher would admit to having those thoughts from time to time as a first responder. Some days you're just like, I don't know if I can do this anymore.
0: Yeah. So what we're talking about climbing upwards, self-care for teachers of beloved rascals, we are suggesting seven mindful strategies that teachers can practice on the drive home, which means any time of day, all day long, we can use these strategies that are specifically designed for instructors, and instructors have a passion for whole brain teaching. Now, I'm going to give more details in the next session, but a quick summary. One of the golden keys is our Alpha Hawk key. And we can say to ourselves, my Alpha Hawk is proud of me when teachers love sentence frames. That's the A key. The B key is the blessings key. I'm strengthened by the blessing of my profession, my my spouse, the blue sky. The C key is a very, very interesting key, ladies. It's the caution key. Rhonda, we have to be careful that helping beloved rascals doesn't turn us into a beloved rascal. We have an inner beloved rascal, and we feel like fleeing or verbally fighting. We feel inner frozen. And we said one of the ways to counteract, that is just to say, I love Wild Jack because blank, blank, and blank. All of these special keys we would call whole brain love mindfulness. Now, mindfulness is a very neutral term that never has any special sauce to it. I think mindfulness is a good idea, you know. Take deep breaths, calm down, focus. That's good. But what we're doing is we're concocting a special kind of mindfulness around some whole brain teaching principles. And it's all around love. So, Laura, you've listened to these six, five or six of the keys. Mm-hmm. Rhonda has her favorite. Laura, which ones are turning on your love engine?
2: Well, I definitely think when we talked about the um, the energy key, and and also I would say the daydream key because I, I I take myself back to that daydream key quite often during the day, and I I. I daydream about, you know, things from the past, the present, the future. Um, Megan Russell emailed me today and she had listened to our previous podcast on e and she just said, you really touched my heart when you talked about how you miss your son and you haven't seen your son in a long time. So that kind of energized me actually for today. And I kept thinking about my son and just, you know, how I want to, um, you know, continue to do a good job for the remainder of the year. And hopefully this spring I'll be able to see him kind of like we talked about in our last podcast. So I would say D and E just daydreaming about those things that bring me joy. And that when I do that, it also brings me that energy that I need.
0: Yeah. Well, what we have in a typical mindfulness therapy, as good as it is, it's kind of plain vanilla. It has to be for every person in every situation. But the advantage of this series is it isn't plain vanilla. It is a secret sauce generated for a profession in a special kind of trauma, teaching of beloved rascals. And the other beautiful thing is, which we've never been able to do in whole brain teaching, there's a podcast, and we can talk about our deepest core beliefs. Everyone who started whole brain teaching was a Christian. Everyone was called one way or another. I mean, Jesus said, follow me, and he has said to us, follow me, and we have followed to the best of our ability. And so our mindfulness is built around this core belief that Jesus was the first of the first responders. Here's the thing, Rhonda. Jesus could have been the most powerful ruler the world has ever seen. Jesus could have been the richest man on earth. Jesus could have been the greatest general who ever lived and the most incredible doctor. But of every profession, Rhonda, he chooses to be a teacher. And that's got to tell us about the importance of our profession. Talk to me, Rhonda, because I'm almost ready to get on the stump and start preaching away here, boys and
1: girls. (laughs) To say, Hallelujah, amen. I had never thought of it that way. And I'm so glad that you brought that to my thought process because he absolutely was a teacher and I should probably value my profession as a teacher a little bit more.
0: When you know that the Lord of Lords And the Son of God chose to be a first responder. And let's look at the population that he's addressing. How about the beloved rascals that Jesus is talking to and preaching to and healing and instructing day after day after day in those last three years of his life? He is our inspiration, our model, and our goal. Laura, Jesus is the first responder, the teacher. Talk about it, sister.
2: Yeah, for sure. And like when you were saying that, the people that he talked to, you know, I think of the Pharisees, right? They were kind of beloved rascals. Um, So I can totally see that, um, yeah, that that example that you're giving us for sure, you know, and just every day he continued to teach and try to get the, the, the message, right. The message across to some very reluctant students, if you will.
0: Yes. And also note this. Here is one of the toughest truths that I've struggled with in my spiritual life. You have something terrible happen to you. And you've been walking in the way of the Lord as well as you can. My friends, there is no guarantee, and I'm speaking of my own personal view here, there's no guarantee that as a Christian, you will have a rosy life. You will have bad things happen to you just like every other person does. You're not going to get a special pass. Talk to Christians. You know Christians who didn't get a special pass. But that's the thing. The apostles didn't get a special pass. Jesus didn't get a special pass. Peter did. Paul did not get a special pass, they had a life of hardship, and they endured that hardship because they knew they were doing the right thing, and they had God's energy and example to drive them forward. So Laura, you may go through this whole year doing the right thing every single day for your beloved rascal, Mm -hmm. and you may not see any progress. Odds are you will see progress, but Mm -hmm. you may not see any progress but you did the right thing. You used Jesus as your example. You didn't expect a reward for it, for Pete's sakes. When a first responder runs into a burning building, he doesn't say to the people inside, hand me your credit card. (laughs) We do what we're supposed to do because it's the right thing and we have this supreme example. Talk about it, Laura. Yeah, you're, you're Not you're, to fa- Laura, listen. Okay. You've got to face the possibility that you will not be successful with every single beloved rascal every day of the year. That is going to happen. Yeah. But the joy of doing the right thing mm-hmm. is incomparable. Talk about it, girl.
2: You know, and I think too coach that that's the importance of Relationship, and you know, I think we can look at Christ for that example too. You know, and that even when these these beloved rascals leave, we still because we've created that relationship with them in the year that we have them, then we still can foster that relationship even as they move from one grade to the next. And so, I guess when you're talking about that, that's kind of what it reminded me of. It kind of reminded me of that relationship um, you know, that we, we have with our spirituality that we have with our beloved rascals and that it continues from year to year. It doesn't just end. And so like, even if I don't have the success that I want to see this year, just maintaining that relationship throughout their elementary school years and all the years that I do see them is a really powerful thing. Um, You know, we sometimes wander right from, you know, the protection of the Lord, and we that relationship can be strained sometimes. But the idea is that Christ is always there, no matter what. So I don't know if I'm connecting all the dots, Coach, but that's what it. I think
0: you're. I think you're not just connecting the dots; you're drawing a beautiful picture. So, Rhonda, let's close this session with this idea. Okay. The F key is the first responder key, and it has a cross on it, because Jesus was the first of the first responders. And I'm saying, one of the things that you can do is meet with another Christian teacher before school, after school, at lunch, and just Pray together. Now, I'm delighted that I'm not a principal. I'm delighted that I'm not a public school administrator, but no more plain vanilla mindfulness if we need something else. And as first responders, day after day after day, ignored by the public, we do need that something else. And a brother or sister teacher that we can just take their hand and pray for each other and, and move on. That is a beautiful and special kind of first response. The school's not burning down around our ears. We've got time. We have time to do these things and moments in prayer can lift each other up. Talk about it, Rhonda. Well, I love
1: that idea and i I'm kicking myself for not being back as a teacher. I think that would be a great way to start. You know, you're going to have some tough times and what better way to meet with some colleagues and say, you know, just a simple prayer to have God on your side and help you make those right choices and put your best self forward for the day.
0: Right. All right. That's it, my friends. We are first responders. Perhaps one of the noblest professions on earth. And we do it because we cannot stand the pain of the suffering of children mm. we cannot take that pain of thinking about children suffering that is our weakness and that is our strength and that's what we're called to it is a beautiful profession and god bless us all laura wrap so it up true.
2: girl yeah thank you so much for that new perspective coach about teachers being first responders i honestly had never thought of it that way but that that gives me such a wonderful hope mental picture um so thank you for that and as always this has been such a joy and we are both taking in so much from these conversations to use both in our classroom and i also think our personal life because so much of what we talked about can be applied um outside the classroom as well. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today and over the last several weeks. We know your time is precious and and we are so grateful that you are agreeing to do these podcasts with us. We would love to hear from you our listeners. If you have tried any of these whole brain teaching mindfulness therapies please feel free to post on our Facebook pages and share with us how these strategies are helping you as part of your self-care. In addition, we want to encourage you to go to our website, www.wholebrainteaching.com for information about Whole Brain Teaching. Be sure to check out Whole Brain Teaching official store um, on Teachers Pay Teachers for all those free resources. And Coach is always making updates so check back often. Quick start, and he's also added the new rules with the wonder words, which I personally love using in my classroom.
1: Absolutely, pleasure, lady. So, your wisdom—you're always just such an inspiration. So glad to have these conversations to you for with you. Excuse me. We are so grateful to have so much of your time on these podcasts, and it is so obvious how much you care about the teachers you serve, and we're just so thankful for that. We also want to thank you, our listeners, because we know we could not do what we do without you. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with all your teacher friends and your administrators. We have seen a surge in the number of podcast followers, and we know that is because of you. Until next time, bye-bye.